Blog Talk Radio. Join us. What's going on to everybody in the chat room? Carolina, what's going on? Luna Sky, 
<laughs> Father Stone, Carolina says greetings as well. We're going to get Father Stone in here on the line in a minute. It is fantastic to be with you guys on another Friday. It's the end of the week for me. So for those of you that have to work on the weekend, it's all right. We hope that we can give you a little bit of entertainment and a little inspiration for love. It is Fire and Ice Fridays. And as you guys know, I'm Sister Fire, and my husband is Ice. He's so cool. He's so laid back, you know. So I thought that... It would be fun for us ladies, and we've had some brothers call in. I've been really excited about the fact that we've had some brothers calling in and joining us um, the past two weeks. Um, I thought that it would be really, really, really not only fun, but really balanced to introduce the masculine energy to when we're talking about love, when we're talking about relationship advice. And I'll be doing some free love readings for those of you um, in a little while. You know, greetings, Luna Sky. Um, you know, it's like we we need that balance. You cannot, when you're talking about love, you cannot have the the feminine without the masculine, or the masculine without the feminine. It takes two. Remember that song? It takes two to make a thing go right. You know, so it it, it takes two. It's the two energies combined, both mother and father God, or if you want to look at it as father God and mother earth, you know, the, the earth that gives birth to all life that sustains us. You know what I'm saying? So before we go any further... Um, I want to make sure that we honor the creator, the most high, the absolute, the I am, the source, whether you call it God, whether you call it Yahweh, whether you call it Jehovah, whether you call it Buddha, whether you call it Allah, whatever you call it, whatever God is to you, we honor that with all of our hearts because that's what the creator requires of man and a wombed man is that we honor it, that we show reverence, that we acknowledge just the simple and minor beautiful things in life. The retrograde has had a lot of us really emotional. A lot of brothers and sisters are hit me up saying, yo, Sister Stone, um, I've been feeling down. I've been feeling extremely agitated, um, irritated. You know, just things haven't been going right. People have been kind of slipping in a little mini depressive modes. That's because you guys are not knowing what to blame it on. I'm not saying that some of you all are not a little emotional because you have some emotional issues, and that's what we'll be talking about tonight, um, loving someone with mental illness. Tonight's uh, love discussion topic will be loving someone with bipolar, uh, anger issues, depression. We'll, we'll talk about topics such as uh, when do you leave, when do you stay, when are you enabling the person, uh, when are you putting yourself in danger. Um, so we'll we'll cover some topics like that. All right. I want to also honor our angelic beings, uh, the ones that serve as messengers of the great God, the Creator, Olodumare. Um, God has always communicated to mankind through messengers, through angels, through signs, through symbols. So we have to give honor to that. Also, giving honor to our ancestors because they are the closest removed to us. So we want to give honor, and I personally give honor to each and every one of you that uh, is on the line and listening uh, through the Internet. And uh, I just want to send you all peace, love, and prosperity. All right, so have your um, selves ready for the second part of the show. We'll do our love readings. You know, you guys know how it goes. You get three cards or whatever I'm feeling like giving you at the moment, um, and and that's how we're going to do it. So I'm going to go ahead and get hubby on the line here, Father Stone. 
Brother Stone. Let me find where you at, babe, because we got a couple of different. Okay. Oh, wow. We got D.C. on the line tonight. Let me call out some of these area codes. 347 New York. Uh, I got Georgia, Florida. Uh, some of these I don't recognize, but it's all good. Wherever you at, I honor you, and I thank you for your energy and your time tonight. Okay. All right, I'm looking for you, babe, and the, the numbers. Okay. All right, there you are. All right, babe, you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, yeah, I was I was with myself for a minute. I think I was feeling a little all right over here for a second in the studio, <laughs> you know. So, um, how you feeling, babe? Feeling pretty good now. The second one is getting to me, so I'm good now. Okay, you had your little drinky drink? Yeah. Okay, so you're feeling kind of relaxed. We were talking about our topic, and we've been talking about this from last week, guys. Um, you know, last week's topic was so good, and it was so hot that, you know, some some things were coming up. You know, we had the brother, you know, in fact, Brother Romando had shared with us last week, and he kind of inspired uh, this topic of, of talking about, um, you know, loving someone, you know, with issues and trying to, quote, unquote, fix them. And then on top of that, babe, I want you to just elaborate how you and I both were just uh, talking about, for those of you all that watch the show Empire, for whatever reason, whether you do or you don't, there are some good points in it. And uh, this season talked about, um, you know, it really stressed about the, the bipolar in the black community, and, and I thought that that was big. So, babe, um, you know, elaborate a little bit on that and even whatever personal experiences that you may have with having family members with those type of issues. Um, well, well, one thing is, um, like we were talking about earlier, I think it's good to, to see stuff like that on TV because it does open up a lot of dialogue between family members. Um one one of the things that that I found that was was strange or was kind of funny, but um, you know, when we were talking, uh, both of my sisters, I have twin sisters. Um, you know, one I feel like both of them have bipolar. One has been diagnosed with it. The other, she never went in to get checked about anything. But um, we were talking. I, I feel like the one who got checked up, she had the anger anger side of bipolar. And you know, when we were younger, we just thought that she just had a bad attitude. You know. Um, everybody always has that little quote, you know, me and you were talking about that earlier where the, the, the famous line is, you know, she just needs her ass whooped. She needs, you know, she needs to, to be put in line, um, uh-huh. almost or, you know, you have to kind of break her spirits, which I always hated that, that statement because people would say you need to break their spirits or, you know, you need to break them like that slave mentality thing. Um, you have to break them from who they are. You know, I, I never really like that, but my other sister had the depression, like always wearing black, always in the room writing sad poems and sad love letters to guys that didn't work out or, you know, different things like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, as a kid, I just used to tease both of them, you know, uh, you know, you know, I was I was a little brother, so to me, I didn't know what was going on, so all I, all I would do is be like, oh, there you go, sad again, you know, you're going to cry in your room, <laughs> you know, whatever I would, you know, little comments I would do, I was a pesky little brother, the typical type, but, um, you know, as I got older and I realized, you know, that they really had serious things going on with them, it, it, it really opened my eyes to a lot of things, and, and that's the thing that we were talking about, that, you know, a lot of people don't have this type of dialogue in their households, you know, because 
Nobody wants to think that their their children have any type of, you know, quote unquote mental issues, you know, whether it's bipolar or or, or any of the the major major ones that's out there, or even small ones like, um, well, you know, like ADD and stuff like that, which sometimes that's just misdiagnosed because it's just you have a kid with a lot of energy, but you know, um, it, it's just it's just good to to see certain things on TV, especially with mainstream TV television shows that, that are, are hitting on certain things. So especially in our community, because we don't talk about this a lot, we, we kind of sweep it under the rug and just like, oh, there's nothing wrong with my child. My child's, you know, he's just going through this and going through that instead of sitting down and really trying to find out what's really going on on a deeper level. Well, let me ask you this. How do you think it's shaped them as women in personal relationships. Now, you've seen them, you know, coming up when you guys were in your late teens and in your 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 early, you know, yours and their early adulthood, and even just knowing them, you know, both being in relationships. Now, how would you say those issues that were evident when they were children shaped the way that they interact with the men in their lives? <clears throat> I think it, it it really goes into what we talked about last week, how I was saying that, um, you know, I felt like they both put themselves into these, these abusive relationships or held on to these abusive relationships because of whatever. Like I said, the the one sister who I feel like was always depressed about something, always longing for love, looking for that man to love her, she dealt with an abusive cheater who she just wanted to stay married and stay stay in a relationship, so she allowed certain things to go through, like, you know, the the putting hands on her and things like that, or, like I said, you know, knowing that other females are, are claiming her man and saying, giving her all kind of information that, you know, pretty much verifiable. So it's like, you know, certain things that I feel like some, some people who are, and I, I, I try to use words loosely because I don't want to offend, offend people, but who are stronger, you know, strong enough to handle it. Like, I can leave this man because I'm not going to deal with that. I, I, I hold myself in higher regard, so I'm mm-hmm. not going to deal with the people who, who, like, when I look at my sister, you know, I love her to death, and, you know, I'm, I, I, w- I would never just, you know, talk down on her. But, you know, some of the things that I wish that she would she would have done differently because I used to hold her in high regard because she was a strong female in certain areas, but when it mm-hmm. came to men, she was very weak. And I and I that uh-huh. I never like that because she has a son now and he sees some of the same things that I saw when I was growing up and that's that's not good because that can paint a different picture in his mind of how he's gonna treat women in the long uh-huh. run. But that's uh-huh. that's me there, but you know, it's it, it's just crazy and, and like the other one, the the feisty one <laughs> I like to call her. She uh she she kinda almost like looks to, to, to get into these sparring matches with her, her man, so you know, I don't know if that's because, you know, she hasn't really explored some of the different things that she can do to, to, to help herself. Well, she has now, um, as I've been talking to her as of late, you know, she's been working on herself a lot more as far as, you know, helping herself with her anger issues and, and not lashing out like she used to. But, you know, it's, I, I just feel like sometimes certain things, when it goes unchecked or at least un, un, uh, not talked about, you you allow other things to happen in your life that you wouldn't otherwise have if if you would have had a mm-hmm. real good support system. And okay. I think more important, not I won't say more importantly, but I'll say equally as important. Um, like 
a lot of people, you know, um, are they they it, the reason why people don't seek help even when they themselves feel that they something might be wrong with them, you know, because I think that a lot of people who suffer with some form of mental illness or depression or anger, they know that they have these issues. Like some people who have been angry, have had some sort of an angry outburst, and then right behind that sat there and cried because they were trying to wonder, like, what made them do that, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. myself included. Um, So my thing is the reason why is because this is what happens when a child or a young person or whatever age person that you are exhibits some some form of thing like this. What's the first thing people say? Oh, he's crazy or she's crazy. This is the term that's used, and it has such a derogatory um, – exactly. Carolina's talking about how, you know, she watched her mother be destroyed by mental illness, and a lot of people, wow, they try to com- – yes, they do try to commit suicide. Okay, wow, she says her grandfather sexually abused her and used to beat up on her. Now, let's not even – I mean, Carolina, mm, mamacita – let me tell you something, like, let's not even go there how the sexual abuse can lead into, <laughs> like, those type of issues. We're not even going to go there because this has been an emotional week for all of us, including me. But you're absolutely right. So what happens, and I, you know what? Let me take that back. Let me back this thing up like a truck. We are going to go there because I do think that that is very, very huge. I think that when a person is abused as a child, um, they – they don't know how to deal with things um because it's the 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 right to speak the right to feel is beat out of them right yeah. it's it's cursed out of them um while wow, luna sky said by the time she was 21 um she had attempted suicide three times and was just seen as a bad and crazy person yeah and because people don't realize that you're hurting people especially in the melanated in the in the in the black and latino communities um you know and and others as well but you know like you and I were saying, babe, a lot of times it's not to go sit down and know yak face and in 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 a counselor's face and and sit there pouring out your problems for them to sit there and 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 write you a prescription and and go through all of this. It takes us coming together as a family and understanding and respecting where we're different and not calling your family member crazy or you you you, you get what I'm saying? Definitely. You know. Go ahead, finish sipping. Now, there's a book that I want you guys, you know, you guys know I always try to hit you with some form of literacy. Um, there's a book called Loving Someone with Bipolar Disorder. It says Understanding and Helping Your Partner, okay? And it's it's really kind of geared towards um, people in relationships with someone with that. And it, it's kind of like a workbook as well because it gives the partners, like, it, it, it helps them understand. It lets them know, like, when you're just – you know, being a fucking punching bag and and a person is using the excuse and all of that. You know, like I said, more time people, unless they're the ones that are like really, really, really like functioning at a low level where they have to be institutionalized, most people that deal with something like bipolar do function, um, have jobs, um, you know, and all of this. So we're going to get just a little bit personal, but not too personal. 
So, babe, you know when you and I met, <clears throat> I was very angry. I had a lot of issues. I had, really? um, the, okay, we. I just, let me finish until it's your turn. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> um, okay, I was very angry um, when we met. Um, I had, you know, and most of my clients relate to me because of my transparency, and, and you guys can get my book on Amazon Kindle called Curse from the Cradle, where I talk a little bit about my story of being physically abused and sexually abused as a child, um, being a runaway uh, on the streets, um, being kidnapped um, by two men who held me captive in a basement, like real talk shit, like not even something that's made up on TV. Okay, and how you know that there's a purpose. We ain't even going to get off into my purpose because I'm living that right now. But I could I could really tell you all some things. But I, I, I grew up very angry. I grew up full of rage because of the things that, that happened to me when you get it on so many different sides. So by the time I had gotten maybe in my teens, I had become a little promiscuous. Like a lot of females, you guys will be able to relate to that. I talk to you guys all day, every day, so I know what I'm talking about. You know, a lot of times when females especially, and males too, because males are abused, you know, physically by their parents. They're beat on, you know, boys, if they have like a softer nature and they're not like a rough, like thugged out football player, six-year-olds, and, you know, they're called wusses and girls and punks and all of that. So then they grow. It's just so amazing what we can do to children, but – we grow up and we have these issues. So then by the time we're ready to be in relationships and interact with people, we don't know how to react. We're, we're angry. We don't know how to respond to criticism because now we're at a place where we can lash out, whereas when we were a child, we, we, we you know, we weren't able to speak up for ourselves. So now you're in a relationship and, you know, Maybe you've gone through a couple of relationships because you just can't seem to mesh with guys or you just can't seem to mesh with girls. So I was very angry when we met. Um, tell me how you dealt with it. We'll be celebrating nine years of marriage, June 8th, everybody. Um, but I want to know, and I want my husband to share with you guys without getting into to too much detail, like what – this kind of goes into what makes a person stay with someone with issues, whatever they be, to that degree. I will, I will honestly say um, kind of what helped me was was the fact that I grew up with, with uh, like, my two sisters and, and even my mom who, who had their own separate issues um, growing up and, you know, always having to be, like, that, that, that shoulder for every one of them and, and really sitting down and, having to hear the whole story, like not just, you know, the, the edited version of their stories, but have to hear the whole stories that they would tell me. Um, I think that helped me a lot. And like, like, you know, it's probably, it's probably tougher for some guys because you, you, at some points you start thinking like, is this real? Or are you just lashing out because you're just trying to, trying to be angry right now? Like, like, what are you so angry about? And I think what helped me was because I knew that, you know, and, and, and you know for yourself, like, sometimes I would be your trigger. But, you know, I, I know there's a lot of triggers, whether it's, you know, something that we're going through at the moment or something that I say or, you know, me not wanting to always back down just because you're angry. Sometimes I got to have the last word, and that would, that would kind of set things off to a higher extent. But 
um, all in all, I think what what helped it was because, I mean, partly because I, I have my own things too. Like I'm, I'm very nonchalant. I'm very very happy go lucky, and it's so hard to to get on my bad side. And even when I get upset, I'm so forgiving. Like it takes like literally like like five ten minutes for me to get over a situation and be 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 back flirtatious and playing and hey, you still mad? Come here, you know. <laughs> we're, we're, not me. You know. Huh? Yeah, I oh said, no, not no, me. no, not you. <laughs> nah, but I'm saying that's I'm what working on that's it. what helped me to to be able to um deal with it a lot easier because, you know, I, I am very patient or I am very, very lighthearted and easy going. It's like, you know, I'm sitting here trying to wait you out, like, okay, you're still upset. I'm I'm ready to play, I'm ready to, you know, go to the you know, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it it'd be a lot easier for me to get over it. So I, I just knew because I dealt with that in my household. I dealt with the the hours or the days of, of, of you know, being somber, being sad and crying in the room to the to the lashing out, throwing pots and knives, you know, from my, my other sister who used to I mean, me and her we, we had our moments and I would just be like, Why are you why are you trying to fight me right now? Like I don't wanna fight you, you're my sister And so, you know, it was easier for me to mm-hmm. as I got older and I, I I've loved these three women you know, with my whole heart all my life. So when I met you and it was like, you know, I saw the the issues and we had extensive conversations about, about a lot of things before we even started dealing with each other. So, you know, when the anger did come, I wasn't, you know, caught off guard. It wasn't like, you know, like how some people, they don't want to tell the person because they're interested in them. They don't want to scare them off. So they don't tell certain things. So when it does come, you know, some people, they don't know how to handle it because it's like, hold up, you're blindsiding me now. Like, what is this? Where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of conversations that, that, that allowed me to know, okay, this may come up. This might happen. Or, you know, and, and the way you would tell me, oh, it's probably going to come up. It's not really a might thing. It's gonna, You're going to see it eventually, but I'm giving you a heads up. If this is what you want to deal with, this is what you're going to get. And like I said, we started off as friends anyway, so I was like, you know, I mean, if she starts tripping too much, you know, I just... <laughs> I just don't my business. But, but I was working you know, on myself. You met me during a time that I was, you know, I mean, I still had a lot of work to do, but uh <laughs> I was going through um I was going through working out a lot of that anger. I was going through you met me like right at the beginning, like I had just cut my locks off and, and everything and that well that's that particular set. I just cut that one off and um, just kind of going through a cleansing and just it was the process of my healing was just starting when you and I met. And it's just like now when I look back, I kind of feel bad because I'm like, you know, like I said, I, and I appreciate, you know, when you say that, because, yeah, I did kind of let you know, like, look, you know, I've gone through some things in life that have caused me to be angry, but you know, um, I'm, I'm good people, but I'm just letting you know that I'm, I'm working on healing. And sometimes when you go through a process of release or healing or detoxification, just think about a detox. You might be detoxifying and your skin break out, you know. Um, that's your body letting you know that you're releasing those toxins. So sometimes, you know, it got, it got really, really turbulent. Um, at what point, and kind of like off me and you, but if a person is in a situation like that where they're dealing with constant anger or dealing with someone who is going through depression, and, and then you spoke earlier about a movie where the, the female, the man kept trying to love her and she wound up killing their kid, um, you know, slipped into some sort of depression, you know, after being abused. Now, some of that is just kind of crazy, but um, 
like at what point should someone in your mind say, okay, look, I tried to stick it out with you, brother. I tried to stick it out with you, sis. But uh, this ain't going to work. I see you when they free you. Like, at what point do you say, okay, like, it's just enough? Like, for example, Brother Romando. Like, what, when she fucking called the police on him? Like, what? Yeah, I I think once you get to the point where, well, first of all, when you become a a victim yourself, like, you're constantly being the punching bag. You're constantly, you know, in fear for what's going to happen next. Like, you're not able to enjoy your life at that point. Like, like sometimes you have to let go. It's hard. It's hard to love someone through something when when you're being becoming the victim yourself. And like, I feel like at no point should anybody be a victim just because they want to love somebody. So mm-hmm. you know, and that that goes to you know whether it's abuse, physical, mental, or emotional, or whether it's cheating or anything. Like once you become a victim, it's it's definitely your responsibility to yourself to mm-hmm. to to what well, you have to protect yourself first. Like you can't you can't save anyone when they're they're hurting you. So, you know, once you get once you get that established, okay, I'm not in any type of imminent danger, you know, they're not gonna in the middle of the night stab me type thing, you know, or anything like that. You know, I can keep working with this person. I can keep, you know, trying to make her happy every day or him, you know, show him a different side. Because one thing that I've learned is, you know, one thing that you you'll you'll definitely get with certain type of um issues, especially like bipolar um, you'll get a, a person at their real self, like like you know they're they're really not trying to hide who they are, um, mm-hmm. so they're letting you know. So you know, I, I realized that I was going to really have a good woman once all the 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 other stuff went to the side because we had a lot of a lot of great times, even you know with a couple of instances where where the anger came out. So it was like, you know, you see that you have a great thing right there in front of you, but it's like okay, you know, it's a little, couple of little rough edges, so. Can I help mm-hmm. smooth those out? And you know, it's not. And like the thing is, I was never trying to fix you. I was just trying mm-hmm. to o- overload the happiness with, with, with whatever little issues might have came out. So it was like, okay, we can we can play all week. And I know at the end of the week, it might be something. So I just got to weather that storm for a few hours, and then there's going to be good times for another week or two or three. And you know, you know, it's going to be good things. So, you know, another week or two or three. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because yeah, it it it. But you're right. I'm not gonna front y'all. I, you know, I have to keep it real with y'all. It was the healing process can be. It was very turbulent for me, and it and and it can be very turbulent for some people. And like I said, I kind of used to feel bad, you know, about when I kind of look back at how mean and angry I was, like all the time, like just just man just crazy and it just like I always felt like that the creator put him in my life like as a sacrificial lamb you know <laughs> Luna Sky said Father Stone wasn't about to let that queen slip away I know that's right ah. <laughs> Carolina <laughs> says she agreed with Father Stone like you know my thing was you know I I really I really I really felt I really felt bad. I really felt bad, but I always felt like that the creator had put you in my life like sadly to say, but I just I just got to keep it 100. Um like a sacrificial lamb, like like not some like not like a lamb to the slaughter, but like a lamb to say 
Like, I'll take that shit. Just take it all out on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, what our boy, what what was the song we used to like? You said, you could take it out on me, Anthony Hamilton. Um, You know, I felt like, but I don't know. Like, I think there were times that I felt like I, I crossed the line and I probably abused it more than I should have. But there were times when I just knew that I really needed to vent and and you could handle it. I mean, you're the Aries, you're the you're the you're the you're the war god. You know what I mean? Ogun. You know what I mean? So you know, Ogun's gonna be able to take that. You know, Ogun forges iron. You understand what I'm saying? So you know, and and what do you forge iron with? Fire. You see what I'm saying? So there there was an a sort of spiritual alchemy to the way that you know Father Stone and I came together. You know, and not everybody can take that turbulent ride like he took it. I'm I'm, I'm just letting y'all know now, like he's really kind of like one in a million. A lot of brothers would have dipped. A lot of sisters would have dipped. A lot of people should have dipped when stuff gets to a certain level, when, you know, you start physically putting your hands on somebody like um what, what Brother Romando was going through and then call the police and, and get the brother like almost locked up. You know, some of that stuff was just a little ridiculous. You know, but if you feel that you're trying to love somebody who has these issues, family, and and it's just not getting any better, like like you like you've been with them years and years and years, and you don't see any improvement or even months and months. Like I don't think you should just waste no time in your life towards any BS if you're not feeling, you yeah, know that true. that that's you you feel me, babe? Yeah, definitely. You know, just immediately, like, nip it in the bud if you don't feel that you can, you know, see that. He saw other traits in me, other characteristics that let him know. But if a person is not showing you that they're trying to change, they're not showing you where their heart is pure and that they're sincere, then no, you have to let that go because it's a some of that starts turning into abuse. And then when a person won't get help, that's abuse. A person, that's that's a form of abuse. It is abuse. You know, you can love someone with that issue and try to understand and help them, but when it starts getting to the point where it starts getting physical. Now, let's talk about this, babe. Let's talk about the the medication epidemic, you know, treating something like that with drugs, especially when we know that a lot of these issues brothers and sisters are dealing with from childhood or from um, past relationships or could just be, you know, person's nature that they're trying to master. Like, what, I, I want your opinion, just who you are, not who I am, but what do, what do you think about medication? Do you think in some cases it's necessary? Do you think that people should stay away from medication? What do you think? Oh man, and that one right there is such a, a hard one because I I haven't like like unlike you, you know, I don't deal with with people um, on a regular like like dealing with certain things. But um, like my honest opinion, like if you can avoid medication, just because I don't I don't like medication. You know me, I don't I I don't do aspirin, I don't do hospitals, I don't do any of that. I feel like that my body is a natural healer on its own. Like I don't need any of that, so I laugh every time you try to give me some of these natural herbs and things anyway, because I'm like, you know, I'm a natural guy, but you know, I'll take mm. some of this natural stuff that you're giving me. But I feel like my body can heal itself anyway, and I'm just throwing that out there because you're trying to give me all that. Yes, but I anyway. try to give you stuff that's gonna heal you. Yeah, I know. I'm talking about like it, 
charcoal and stuff like that. I don't be needing that mess. That it just tastes horrible. But anyway, <laughs> uh, like some of some of the medicines and stuff. Like we know, we know. Um, always, every time you see a, a commercial with new medication or or any medication at all, they always have a bunch of side effects, things that are going to be worse. If you're going in because you're depressed and you're telling me that a medication might make me suicidal, that's that's totally defeating the purpose. Like the, right. the purpose of the pill is supposed to be to, to right. you know, brighten my spirit. So, you know, I, I just feel like, like people should do a, a lot more research before they get into the medication. Now, if they do have to have it because it's like a life-threatening thing, then mm-hmm. that's one thing. And, you know, I, I, I totally respect anybody that's on any type of medication, but I feel like not everybody needs to be on it. Sometimes, you know, because we know hospitalization and, and doctors, that's that's big business, like the big medical business. field, that's big business. Mm-hmm. Everybody that comes in, you're going to have something wrong with you because we need to push these pills. So Gotta they're going to push it. it, whether it's going to make you worse or not, make it make you dependent upon the, the pill. Like, you know, everything, you can go in, like, like even something as simple as me and you talked about, like a back brace. The premise of a back brace is to support your back, but if you use it all the time, the time that you go without that back brace, you're going to hurt your back because your back needs that support. So uh-huh. if you don't have it, yeah, so if you don't have it that for that one little period of time, then you're hurt. Then you really uh-huh. need surgery or this or that just because you wanted that support. So some people use certain medications as that back brace. So when they run out or they don't have it or, you know, their body becomes immune to the, the effects of it, then they're really putting their, their body into a, a major risk. So, me personally, I just I don't really really uh, think that people should take too many medications. Um, if you can avoid them at all costs and get into your natural herbs and, and supplements, then I would definitely suggest those over over anything because God put everything on this earth for us to use in some form or fashion. Now, you know, with that being said, I also believe that you know sometimes you know you need medication because some people were smart enough to put certain things together to to boost certain things. So. You know, it's it's definitely a, a case by case thing, but for the most part, nah. Like like certain, what is that lithium and stuff they use for bipolar? Sometimes people don't need that. That just puts them into a comatose state or or like a a thing. Cause uh, and you know, I always reference things to, that I know. Like my sister, the one I, I always talk about, the one who had the anger issues. She ended up having the shot therapy, and they put her on a lot of a lot of medication that really had her. I mean, it was so sad to see her because she was very, like, like, like almost like a, a, a zombie. Like, she just walked around and, hey, you guys, you know, um, what y'all doing? It was like, that that wasn't her at all. And it was like, you, you felt kind of uncomfortable around her because, like me, I'm very vocal. Like, I would tell her, look, son, you need to get, um, <laughs> try not to call her name. But, you know, like, you really need to get off some of that stuff. Like, like I don't, I don't think that stuff is helping you. And now that she's gotten off of, the majority of those things that she was on, she's a lot better, and she just does different things. Like you know, she'll call and talk to talk to me or talk to you about certain things, and you know, she does a lot more activities with her kids, something to keep her mind busy instead of always dwelling right. on, on right. certain things. You know, and and right. I think um and, and just to say say it for what it is, um just you know, because I like like giving any information I can to help anybody. Um, she really went off into her terror once she lost her her twin boys. She had twin boys who who died, one died a day after and the other died three days after they were born. So mm-hmm. that set her all the way back off, and that's what, what, what triggered her, and that's why she ended up having to be hospitalized. I mean, I'm just 
thing about my sister right now. But um, you know, that's what she ended up having to having to go into the hospital and, and seek treatment and stuff. And that's when everything was really really affecting her because she would see the boys, um, you know, and she would hear them talking to her and stuff like that. And like she was really going going off. And and like funny enough, like looking back now. I think I look at that differently than I did then because I didn't know about a lot of different things that, that actually go on in the ethereal plane. Like like certain things, I, I, I think like a mother and a child's connection are way different than a father-child connection, even though as dads, we love our kids too, but I always tell you like like to to a child, you know, that's, that's like mama's like God. So it's like you really you really have a different connection to your mother. So like when she used to tell us stuff like that, you know, we'd be sitting like, I would never tell her that, but I would be sitting back like, uh, all right. That's really uh going off the the deep end right now. But like now that I've I've started you know researching different things or or you know just dealing with other people and different different lifestyles. Like you never know what what who was contacting her or or you know what was going on on the ethereal plane. Like like her her kids might have been reaching out to her. She might have really been here and crying. I don't know. Like I, I can't really me... speak and see. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to get to this point in the chat room. Um, you know, she says some people do need medication. I used to work as a hospital guard at a psychiatric hospital where I've seen the most violent patients who are mentally gone become stable with treatment. Now, I'm going to I'm going to tell you that I absolutely agree with that as well. Um, I think that well, I'm not going to say that I agree with that to the degree. I think that some people need some some people can be very violent when they're unmanaged. I just I don't know how I I personally feel. I think I don't know. That's that really is kind of a hard one because here's the thing, like even with people like myself who are into herbs and who are into holistic healing and different things like that, when my child broke his leg, you understand, I wasn't sitting around here thinking I was going to mend it with just Reiki. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew that I had to take him and get a cast on it. You, now, I'm not going to say that because then, see, this is the way that my mind works as a cancer. I go back and forth. Um Back when our ancestors were in their indigenous places, you know, I don't think anybody was sitting around there with any paper mache trying to make any type of cast or anything. So they probably tied their little their little stick and their little rope and or some little leaves that were very strong vines, and they made a splint. They they instinctively knew what to do. So I'm sure that were we were we in a rural area or you know whatever, we had to we would know what to do to heal ourselves. I I I, I I'm fully fully. Uh, a believer in that, but I said that to say that I didn't have to because I knew that I could take him somewhere and and let them put a cast on him because this is just the time that we live in. Now, will I still continue to do Reiki on him? Yes. Will I up his calcium uh, supplements and everything? Yes. Will I make sure that I'm still ever mindful that he doesn't re-injure himself? Yes. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? So in an in an immediate and urgent situation. You know, some people may feel that medication is needed, but I'm going to I'm going to really speak to a point that I think is very important, whether it be a male, whether it be a female, whether they've lost children, whether they were they've been abused, whatever the situation was that led to the onset. You know, and a lot of people feel that certain things are even genetic, you know, that stuff is. You know, people may have a genetic predisposition to behaving a certain way or what society would want to call, I say, uh, mental illness. But the main thing that a person is going to need, okay, 
is going to be love, attention, uh, people. I've also, you know, Carolina worked as I wasn't a I wasn't a security guard, but I worked as a one on one um, in a home for patients who you know, dealt with these particular type of issues. And my client was one of the roughest ones. I I worked in a residential. My client, Kim, she was one of the most violent that was known throughout the whole institution, like the whole Babcock Center down in Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. She wicked. When I tell you strong woman, it take like, it take like two, three dudes to get her up off you when she jump on one of them other clients, okay? But do you all know that I came into the situation, I had already, before I started working with her, before I was assigned to her case, right, um, I had already got the, her, her jacket, you know, so I read everything about it. I read, you know, everything inside the folder. And so I knew what I was dealing with. So I said, I'm going to try something different where they just, give her the medication, tell her, go sit down, Kim, or go in your room, or when she acting violent or want to throw a lamp down on the floor and stuff like that. You know what I used to do? I used to sit there with Kim, you know. Um, you know, I would take her, i say, Kim, you don't want to get pretty. You know, you don't want to fix your hair because she ain't never, she another thing, she ain't never want to bathe. You know, they couldn't get her to take no bath. They was like, good luck with that. You know, I was like, come on. I said, I guarantee you, I'll get, get her to take a bath. They was like, yeah, right, good luck with that, you know. So, um, in short, just through and by showing her love, looking in her eye, treating her like a person, even the homeless person that's on the corner, y'all, looking dusty and dirty and all of that. You know, if you show a person humanity, if you show them love, if you show them compassion, if you look them in their eye instead of looking down on them, I believe any situation can be turned around with love. Any situation can be turned around, you understand, with a mutual respect. Now, in the instance like Carolina was saying, you know, you have some people, these people who are in that, I could go real spiritual and metaphysical with y'all and tell y'all that, that those people could could be being manipulated by entities. Those people could be, you know, those people could be the entities themselves. You know, it's so much behind the scenes that this ain't even a show about that. We're talking about loving someone with bipolar, but do understand that I, I feel that love not in the most of extreme cases, because like I say, when they're that extreme, you need to separate yourself from that situation. But in someone like, you know, your sisters, babe, you know, myself, people that have gone through issues, many of you brothers and sisters out there that have gone through issues, if you just, for me, I could say with meeting my husband, just having someone to love you through the madness, love you through the pain, um, understanding that it, it, it will get turbulent, but they also have to have something to work with. You can't have a bad attitude, um, don't want to cook, don't want to clean, don't just be a horrible person all the way around and expect somebody to stay with you just because, you know, you was knocked around when you was a child. We cannot make excuses for the way that we treat people either. That's another thing. Those of you that are the ones who are suffering with the anger, with the depression, I need to talk to you for a second before we start going to the lines because, you know, um, we cannot make excuses 
to say, oh, well, you know I've got this condition or, or you know I need my meds or I've been off my meds or, you know, um, you know I, this happened to me, that happened to me. You know, everybody has a story. Everybody has a story. So we have to understand that if we're dealing with issues that the greatest uh, love of all is self-love. And if you love yourself, um, you wouldn't, you wouldn't hurt the people around you so that you will one day be alienated. You will be by yourself. Nobody wants to be around a bitter old man and a bitter old woman all their life. Person can, um, you remember that show, babe, um, what was it? Why did I get married? It was Malik Yoba and Janet Jackson, the couple that they portrayed. And, um, she was very angry about them losing their baby and she you know she just didn't show him any affection or any love and you know oh uh, thank you Luna Sky Luna Sky said we conquer, we we compliment each other beautifully but just looking at that instance it's babe like huh would you say it's mainly you he always okay, takes the credit y'all he takes the credit <laughs> for everything but but okay, no you know. rem- Remembering that that particular show and how sad that was that, you know, the man was really trying to love her through all of that. And then finally, when she got herself together, he died. Remember in the second movie, in the second one? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's always a sad thing. Huh? So I wouldn't let you off the hook that easy, though. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I ain't dying. No way. I'm immortal. You're talking about me. I wouldn't have let you off the hook. I wouldn't have died after you got yourself together. I was going to reach over <laughs> with it. <laughs> what did you say? Malik, he said, oh, that was funny. You, you are too much. But um, so basically, babe, like any um, final words that you want to have, like basically on loving someone with mental issues. And I did want you to kind of just really briefly um, touch on what you were talking about earlier, you know, in that one particular movie about how the chick had wound up like, oh man, that was just so sad. She actually wound up killing the baby and killing the dude. But like, you know, we talked about when you stay, when you go and stuff like that, but how deep is that? Man, that one that one was was, was a trip because um that was just another one of those instances like the guy really didn't know her. Like like he fell in love with her and, you know, they, they had a had a great life, but once they had the baby, it's like she started changing up because she was always stuck in the house with the baby. And you know, at cer- at, at certain points, you know, you got to kind of I don't know because it's hard. Like like with career people, like the guy was deep into his career, so it wasn't like he was uh, always around where he could see some of the different signs that were going on. But some of the times, like even in the movie, like he saw some of the signs that were going on. Like she would be kind of kind of. Um, out there, you know, kind of, kind of upset about certain things or fussing about little things uh, about the baby or saying, you know, just saying a couple of things. So, um, I don't know, I don't know. It's, it's it's real hard to to really see certain signs from someone, especially someone you love, because sometimes some things we do or we see, we just kind of dismiss them, like, oh, you're just feeling some kind of way right now. But um, I thought that was that, it was just kind of sad because it was like. Like, dude, he really didn't see it coming, and he didn't know about her past and everything like that. And the thing that I like about movies sometimes is they they do hit on certain points that you know really make a, a for a good conversation. Because if you don't know somebody when you're really getting with them, 
Um, it's not really your fault, so, you know, it's not like I, w- I would blame dude for it or anything, but, like, he really didn't know what was going on, and some of us, we don't know what we're actually getting into. Like I said, mm-hmm. I, I was blessed, and you had a lot of deep conversations, but, you know, he didn't know about her past or how she ended up killing somebody from back in the day um, that that had abused her and her brother, her, her, um, what were they, foster kids, had mm-hmm. abused foster all the children. Oh, yeah, so they so he didn't know all of this. All he knew was, you know, this guy that she called her brother was her brother. That's what he knew him as. He didn't know they were foster kids or anything. He just knew that was her brother, and you know they came from from wherever. But you know she ended up going into depression because this kid was always crying, or or sometimes the baby wasn't crying because after the baby died she was still hearing the same crying, but it wasn't because the baby was crying. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was going crazy from being there. And, you know, I know some of it is, is from, like, postpartum and, you know, um, different things like that. But she ended up killing the baby, and then, you know, it was like she wasn't even really taking responsibility for killing the baby. She was just like, you know, oh, you know, I hate that this happened, but, you know, you should still love me and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, when he was ready to leave because he couldn't take it, she killed him too. So, it was like, you know, it's just sad because sometimes people – are blindsided by it, but I would just say for anybody out there who's who's loving someone through issues or who's who's going to get into a new relationship or something, try your best. Like like it's not your fault if you don't know everything about a person, but try to to sit down and have these serious conversations with them. Try to find right. out about like you're going to develop a family with this person. Find out as much as you can. Like like I love how how you were in your way. <laughs> You know, because you're, you're smooth, right? I give it to you. How in your way, when you talk to my mom, how you asked her certain questions or, you know, talk to her too. Like, like well, what, what kind of kid was it? You know, just like asking little questions around about because, you know, you're just starting a conversation and you can find out a lot just starting a conversation with someone or, you know, someone's uh, friend from way back in the day, someone's family member. You know, you just you just got to find out as much as you can, especially if they're kind of kind of they're not really wanting to talk about things. You know, you have to find out, especially when you're going to have kids, because you know you don't know what what, what you're going to be bringing into it. Um, you know, whether it's it's a mental thing or whether it's a genetic thing. Like you want to know as much as you can beforehand, just to just to you know protect yourself and protect your kids from whatever might happen later. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's my only thing. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to in a second and, you know, have any business. All right. Um, thank you, babe. Thank you, um, um, Carolina. Um, oh, wow. Somebody, oh, Luna Sky says she had a accidental disconnect. Wow. She says she's back in line, though. Carolina, Carolina says, uh, Father Stone's love for you, sister, is pure. Yes. Uh, only on Tuesdays. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, babe, yeah, so thank you. You could come and uh, join me in the studio. Um, so, family, before we go to the lines and start taking our calls, I do want to um, just kind of, you know, go over, go over a couple of things. First of all, um, bipolar or a lot of these other mental so-called illnesses are basically chemical imbalances a lot of which could be corrected by diet you know i don't want to i don't want to deny that fact because it is it is a fact you know if you talk to a lot of um practitioners who will keep it real with you you know they will tell you that many diseases whether they be physical or mental or emotional can be corrected by our diet also you got to remember that when you have something that's like 
um, an imbalance like that, um, you got to remember what you're taking into the body. You know, certain substances don't agree with it. Like you can't be a person with schizophrenic and feel like you're going to shoot hair on. You know, you can't be uh, a person who is, you know, uh, 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 bipolar and think you're going to be able to throw back a fifth of liquor every day or every week. You understand what I'm saying? Um, you, you know, a lot of junk food, caffeine, you know, being lazy, not working out. A lot of times when we're bipolar, just to give you a quick rundown of what bipolar is. Bipolar, you may have um, what they call these manic mood swings. It's like a, a severe mood swing disorder, and you have these manic um, episodes that are typically um, – characterized by um, excessive spending, um, bursts of energy, not sleeping, changing diet, you know, um, rapid, fast talking, you know, which I think a lot of us probably, you know, most African-Americans who are descendants of slavery have bipolar anyway, but that's a story for another day. Um, you know, so you have to be careful everything that you – and a lot of people, I can't, I can't you know – exclude the Latino community because the more I build with my Latina uh, and Latino and Latina brothers and sisters, you know, they, 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 man, it's, it's so deep. They deal with the same incest. They deal with the same abuse, alcoholic fathers beating on the wives. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's crazy. But what you want to do with someone like this is, you know, try to, try to eliminate the triggers. Like, you know, like, you know, my husband was saying earlier how he would, you know, try to sometimes, you know, he would push buttons or sometimes because he was just tired of having to be the bigger person and be the one to just sit back and, and take it. And then, you know, he would, you know, clap back, so to speak, you know, so and and yes, that would make it make it more fiery, you know, um, at times. But you have to be careful when it when it becomes dangerous. There are times that, like, I'm not even going to get into that my temper has gotten so out of control that, you know, it has been dangerous. Like, you definitely do not want to be behind the wheel with an angry person, okay? Like, get out of the fucking car immediately. I mean, and I've been that angry person driving, and when, you, when you're in rage, there's a difference between being mad, being upset, you know, even being angry and in a person who's being enraged because a person who is enraged is blind. When they say rage is blinding, it, it literally is. You don't see anything. You don't, you don't, it's like a haze that comes over you. And then the only thing you can say or do after you've done something in that fog, in that moment is say, I'm sorry. And then by then it's too late. So if you know that you're that type of person, I urge you to try to get the help for yourself that you need. Talk to somebody in the community. You know, get hooked up with a religious organization, whatever that is to you. Like, y'all know I'm not really waving the flag for religion, but whatever it's going to take, as long as we could deal with this on a community level, you know, with each other. You know, it's important that we address these issues. You know, it's important that, you know, we we build back the family, you know, the black family is almost an endangered, we're going to talk about an endangered species, you know, um, the, the, the disconnect is real, you know. Um, another thing about a person who has these issues, when you see somebody who never want to clean up, um, they just lazy because, you know, you remember, you know, also, you know, what I can remember with my sister-in-law sometimes, you know, we can go to the house and, you know, you just be looking around like, yo, what is going on? But that's also a part of the illness, 
you know, people don't even have the gumption to get up and wash their butt. You understand what I'm saying? Um, it gets it gets it gets real. And those of you that have seen parents or, or siblings or you know, you yourselves that have suffered with that, you know that that depression gets real. You understand what I'm saying? And those of you, don't discount it. Like when you see somebody saying, and, oh, that's another one I should have got hubby in on, but we'll, we'll we'll have many, many more talks like this. But when you, this is something that I learned in working with the mentally ill. When you have somebody that is threatening suicide, please do not be one of those assholes to be like, oh, go ahead and just go kill yourself then. That's the worst thing you could do. That's the worst thing you could do or say something like, oh, only weak people do that. You know, you think you're helping. I, I get it. I get it. I know you're guilty. That's why I said that. He's he's off he's off the mic right now, but he said in the background, he said he's guilty. But a, a lot of people are because they don't have the inner standing, and they, a lot of people think they're doing that to kind of so-called shock the person out of it or, or snap them out of that thinking. No, 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 family. I'm not. I, 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 I'm just saying that's not the way to do it. The way that I've been trained, that's not the way to do it. There's a different way to do it because with somebody that's at that state, that they're ready to take their own life. You know, right? Luna Sky said makes it ten times worse, and she's she's already tried to commit three times. You understand what I'm saying? So I I, I know you you don't want to go ahead then. I mean, you know, do that. You know, go ahead. You you never want to you never want to do that. So. I say the moral of this story is, you know, when you want to try to eliminate triggers, like if you guys have a sister or a cousin who you guys know to suffer, whether they sit around and talk about them when you go to their house and talk about how nasty they are, you know, start cleaning up. Like I would go to my sister-in-law's house and just start cleaning up. You know, like I don't ask no questions. She might be in the room feeling bad on her meds. The meds knock her out, got her. She don't even know if she's coming or going. You just go there and you start cleaning up. You don't be a gossiping, talking about somebody. You go there, you do what needs to be done. This is what the what the what the minority or, or melanated or Latino whatever community is lacking. We rather sit back and, and talk about one another, down one another, rather than sit back and, and attend to each other's needs and try to be sensitive to the situation. Next time when you one of your friends that you know have bipolar or something like that, sit down and have a talk with them about what happened to them when they were younger, about what got them in that position, or what what situation done flipped them out, or what somebody done somebody done slipped in their drink many many years ago. You never know what the situation is. All right, so I thank you guys for 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 listening in with us. Um, you know, wow. We we talked about this issue, you know. We're gonna we're gonna lift our our vibration, you know, up just a little bit because this was um, a deep <laughs> a deep topic. So we're gonna lift our vibration. I'm gonna put a, about a minute and thirty seconds on of a tune, just something to lift us up really quick, and then we're gonna go to the lines and get ready to start taking our calls, family. That's what it be. <laughs> Somebody stop this siren It's a attack by a burning Somebody stop this siren She did go to Babylonia The fire of the bone 
you understand you can see some plentitude. All right. So we're going to go ahead and go to the lines and see what everybody's going on here. Okay, babe, you got to help me look. I know I've had some people that's been up here for an hour already because they was on before I logged in. Okay, that's one. That's an hour. That's 59. Hold that thought because we got to look down. Where's Debbie? Debbie hung up? I know Debbie was up there for like ever. She might have been at work. Okay. Oh, no, Debbie's up there. I don't know what happened, but I know she was up there early. This lady was up here early, too. Okay, let's get to, because some of these people, it seemed like they might have had to get off and, and then come right back, so it kind of confused me. So I know this one was there, this one was there, and maybe this one. So we'll go here. Okay, area code 786, let's get it in. We're going to get these uh, love readings or chime in on the topic or, you know, your free relationship advice. 786, go ahead, talk to me. Hello? Peace. Oh, peace to you, my queen. Thank you so much for taking my call. Like, you don't understand. I watch all your YouTube videos. I just, I really appreciate the message that you send to everyone out there. Thank you. Big up you the most high. Thank you. Oh, thank you, darling. <laughs> what can I do well, for my, you? Well, my name is Samantha, and I really would like to know what you and the ancestors, guides, what would have you um, see as far as my love life is concerned. Because okay. I live, I don't know, maybe it's because I live in Miami. It seems like there are very few black men that want to date black women or the ones I've come across and I get a lot of the opposite of like Hispanic and white ones and I'm not interested in that. Mhm. 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 And you and it is it will be ideal for you to um be with a melanated brother. This is this will be ideal for you as a melanated woman. Yes. Very much mm-hmm. so. Mhm. I'm with you. Um Okay, so let me ask you this. Um, Have you thought about kind of geographically, as I'm shuffling, I'm just saying things as they're coming to me, geographically, you know, just the position of where you are sometimes. A lot of people, you know, just like how we can get numerology and get our, you know, our different astrology information, sometimes you can have a geographical reading to find out, you know, what are some places. And I think they've got some of these things online that you can check out too. Um, I don't do them personally, but you can have these geographical uh, readings done according to your birth your name and all of that shift. That's the first card I got for you. So that shift, that's that's funny. As we're talking about this, as we're talking about having this geographical reading done, you might need to shift. That's the first card we got. You might need to move in order to align yourself with some brothers with a little bit of consciousness. Look at that. Action is the next card. So the first one says shift. The next one is action. Let's see what we get after that. Mm. Obsession. You got to really be obsessed about this thing. You got to really, you got to, this is not like an obsession, like you're just obsessed with, you know, being in a relationship with a black guy. You should be if that's what you want. But um, I think more so than anything, you know, you have to have that spirit of an obsessed person and going after what it is you want, even if it means to the degree of changing some things about your life. Mm-hmm. Attraction. Are you feeling attractive right now within yourself, your overall energy? 
Well, I've been down for a little bit, but I'm definitely getting out of it. So, yes, I'm starting to feel like my old self. Feeling a little bit better. Okay. Now, let me go here. I'm going to pull three more from the Romance Oracle. And then, you know, just kind of, kind of, I'm kind of feeling, to be quite honest with you. And I know, listen, when I say that, I don't mean that it's it's going to be feasible for you right now to up and move. I'm just saying in order for you to, you know, there needs to be some movement. The, the first and second card we got was shift in action. So there needs to be some sort of, of change, some sort of action on your behalf that will align you with your relationship goals. Now, okay. Is there anybody that's in mind currently right now, anybody that you were dating that had children or that wants children or uh, no, you probably want children, yes? Um, I do. Mm-hmm. And as far as someone in mind now, no. And okay. some of the, well, one ex in particular has a bunch of them and I don't, oh, no. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That was a blessing from God that separated me and him, no. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's going to be our, our topic next week. It's so crazy how all of these topics lead into each other. Well, the last card I got for you, darling, do says new love, okay? And so I would say open yourself to it. I say if we want to kind of put this thing all the way together, shift as far as there being a shift and in, in just kind of, you know, just changing some things up, maybe some of the places where you hang out, maybe some of the, the, the ideal package that you think it should come in, and just kind of shifting your thinking about some things, putting that into action, okay, and then opening yourself up to the new love. Stop thinking negative. That's what all of you guys need to do. It's coming. It's coming. If you think negative and say that it's not out there, then you're blocking it. So the reality of that is – Think like, okay, well, as I'm preparing myself and I'm getting ready, my man, my soulmate, my king, you know, he's getting ready at the same time. Thank you. I really You're so do welcome. appreciate that. You're so welcome. That I enjoyed helps. you. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. You too now. Okay, area code, because I'm thinking if I hit that X, I'm going to knock them off, so... I don't want to knock them off. Oh, I did. Okay, okay. So area code 337, 337. Go ahead, talk to me. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm wonderful. My name is Candace. I'm from Louisiana. Okay. Um, I have a love question. Um, There's this guy that, um, well, it's, it's something that um some well his name is Alex and I was just wanted to see if to pick up on anything regarding him and I'll see what that can happen because I know there's definitely a connection there and okay. it's a really really strong connection. Okay, how long has you and he been uh an item or has there been an interest? Um, there's been an interest more than anything, or not an item or anything, um, Uh kind of regarding my career, um, and he's kind of an important part of it, Uh but, um, it's just something that's recently happened and kind of came unexpectedly. Mm. Oh, the magician. (laughs) 
the Knight of Water. Okay, so are you aware that he, I guess there was some sort of a relationship that he came out of? Um, yes, I'm very okay. much aware of it. Okay, cool, because she, she's still right here, present, front and center, like the energy is, and it was it was it was kind of horrible. Like he had to really exercise like a lot of strength. However, with the magician card coming up, I'm gonna just keep it real because that's what I do. Um, it doesn't mean that he's a bad person. It just means that sometimes you know he can have a good talk game. You know, eloquent speaker. Um, with the Masa La Flambeau card, which is the Nine of Wands, which is in the reverse position. Um, he has an energy sometime where he can make the same mistakes, mistakes repeatedly. You know, he can almost be fighting against himself in certain things. Mm-hmm. So he's going through a period of trying to find himself and, um, you know, it's just a lot going on with him right now. The thing that I do like, though, is with the strength card, you know, Mm, a lot of warring energy though with the Petro, with the with the Five of Wands reverse, Ogun La Flambeau. So anytime you see Ogun, um anytime you see Ogun, you know there's war. Um and still warring type energy with this female. She's very sarcastic, very, very cunning. Um whew. now is there an issue um, with him and, you know, what he's going through financially at this time that you are aware of? I am actually am kind of, I'm very kind of, I'm very much aware of it right now. He's okay. actually dealing with some, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So I guess those are the energies that I'm picking up around him. And I will say this, you know, if you were my daughter, if you were my sister, if you were my niece, if you were my friend, um, based on the fact that, you know, me doing what I do and based on what the cards are revealed there, I would say there's nothing wrong with kind of kicking it with this brother for the time being, kind of kind of, kind of, of riding the wave of where you are now. I would say he's got a little bit of work to do that he needs to work on. Um, and I think that I would say to you as a friend, allow him to work through a lot of those energies before you allow them into your life. Okay, mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. that that kind of goes back to what we were talking about, like when you kind of kind of see in somebody, you know, give yourself time, you know, let him work through his issues, uh, uh, prove, show and prove who he is as a man that he can rise to the occasion and handle his business and different things like that and be there, you know, as a friend and as a support system before you get too close and too involved. I would say allow the man to work out his issues and everything and just, you know, kind of you can you you guys can kind of build and grow from there. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. All right. You're so welcome, darling. And uh, like I said, just just keep it real with them. That's the best that we can do for people when we care about them, and and they're going through things. Is just keeping it all the way 100 with them, and he'll definitely respect that. He needs that. What spirit is telling me more than anything, he needs somebody that's going to really keep it real with him, really. So you might be that one. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. All right, seven seven zero seven seven zero. This is our sister Debbie. What's going on, Queen? Hi, sis. I'm doing good. Um, I guess like you said, the retrograde. I'm trying to do, trying to ride the way through it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause, um, um, I'm, I'm still, I'm still trying to forge ahead, mm-hmm. even though, um, cause I don't know if I can trust. I don't know if I can. He says. 
the conversation that we've had. He says, you, you don't trust me, he said. So, no, I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. Even though he mm-hmm. might be sincere about it, I, mm-hmm. I don't. Based mm-hmm. off the past experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Well, I'm I'm definitely gonna look into that. But you know how I feel. I feel that us sisters and brothers out here who are intuitive and yeah. we have some sort of connection with spirit. It's like a lot of times the only thing that. Uh, a spiritualist can do is confirm something that you already know. Now, for some people, we might be putting you on to some information, but I kind of feel like that, you know, certain things, if you're getting a hunch about things, you know, you're you're not trusting, you know, some of the things. I feel like your gut is always your best barometer, you know. Um, All right, now let's, let's get a couple of these cards out here and let me see what I got. Okay, Dambala Wedo. So we got the Ace of Swords in a reverse position. Hmm. Okay. I'm working. You know what the sirens are, the sirens, you know, kind of the, those deceitful, the sirens. And then, okay, Radha. Okay. Wow. So then we got Yemeya reversed, and this is you, you know, the mother of all of his children. Uh-huh. Okay, and so this is how he's feeling about it. Congo. It's like, I think, you know what's going on with him? Is uh-huh. that he's having a, he's having like a double mind. He's, yeah. He's, yeah. he's, 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 you, you feel me? That's, that's kind of what one, I see here. Yeah, he's saying, he's saying one thing, and he's feeling something different. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And both, but that's, I think that he goes back yeah. and forth. I think that sometimes he may feel that, you know, that maybe, yeah. you know, he should get back with you and work it out with you and he knows that you know you guys have such a a long and extensive history, you know, but it's just right. that when you're dealing with a man that has issues with their own mother, uh-huh. And this is what spirit is telling me, you know. Yeah. Um Yeah. I, I just feel that it's going to be very hard for them to, you know, relate to a woman in the ways that, that we need. If they never really had, you know, a mother to show them affection in a healthy in a healthy way yeah. without being yeah. overly, you know, critical. There has to, I, I'm feeling that's what the problem has been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? That's, I think the problem, that's the root of all of the problem, I think. He needed that. And I think I guess his dad was the one that that showed him the love, but he was off working all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And when he passed, when he was 15, that it took a toll because I felt he felt like I guess he felt like, hey, he ain't got nobody now. Ooh, judgment is coming, and you know, oh my God, ooh, this is too much. Ooh, okay, judgment is coming. We and you and I we'll we'll talk about this an, another time. You know, maybe okay. one of your next okay. sessions or because some of this okay. is coming out. I got a lot of occult forces. You know, things that you and I already talked about. Yeah. I got the magic mirror yeah. card. I got the ancestors, the judgment. I got Papa Legba. I got Ilegua. You know, um, mm-hmm. Rada Legba too. You know, so there's a lot of um. There's a there's a lot of okay. other things going on here with this situation that we need to kind of wade out, you know. Okay. And somebody is okay. definitely trying to confuse him. 
I know. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Somebody is definitely trying mm-hmm. to confuse him. So I would say we'll 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 talk about that at a later date. Okay. All right. Thank you, Sue. All right. Thank you so much for calling in. You have a wonderful night. Love you. Love you too. Thank you. All right. Now we got. All right, babe. Can you help me look at this? Let's see. Uh oh. Okay. I'm trying to catch you guys and who's been holding on here the longest. Everybody else seems to be. Oh my God, we got one right down here. We got a couple. Okay, area code six five zero, and after that we're going to get four six nine. All right, six five zero. Go ahead, talk to me. Hello. Hello? Hi. 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 How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, honey. Um, I just got a question. Um. There's this guy that I met, uh-huh. and I want to know. I'm not really sure about this, where it's going, so I uh-huh. just want to know what you see. Okay, okay, okay. Um, give me the first initial of his first name. A. Okay, that's good. I can work with that. Okay, how long ago did you meet him and and you know, how was the communication between the two of you so far? Is it is it frequent? Is it eh, so so every now and then what? It's it's eh. Um he's in my class cuz we're in college together and um mm-hmm. we kind of like had an eye for each other for the past like 6 months and uh-huh. we just kind of just recently started talking. Uh-huh. But I'm I'm still not sure about it. I feel iffy. Okay. okay. Well, I can tell you some of the things that that you're picking up on, and I'll I give this to you in a spread, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna work these two decks at the same time, so that way I can go ahead and and just give it to you raw. Um, okay. He has an issue with commitment. Okay. Okay. Um, he also has some. I, I'm not going to say because I don't know him like that. I'm only telling you what the cards are revealing to me. He may have some little temper issues. You understand? Um, yeah. And then control. We got the control card. So there there may be a tendency that he might be the type of brother that, that wants to control his women. But definitely, you know, um, not so much that I'm, I'm picking up on another. Now, before I say anything, let me go ahead and pull three cards out of the romance oracle because of the simple fact that, what I want to say is um, not so much that he would be a cheater, but someone who just would have issues with committing, like like would not want to be stressed and pushed into anything before he's ready. Okay, romantic feelings. Pay attention to the red flags. You see what I'm saying? I knew that with the with the relationship oracle. Um, and then the third card is passion. So there will be a hot and heavy and steamy type of sex life between the two of you guys with romantic feelings and the passion card. However, we've got pay attention to the red flags. All of that's coming out of the romance oracle. Now, out of the relationship oracle, we got anger, we got commitment, we got loyalty, we got control. So we may be dealing with somebody who has issues with commitment and a little bit of a temper and controlling himself at times when he's going through whatever so with the pay attention to the red flags i will say that's what you need to do 
Thank you. That helped me so much. That just confirmed everything that I was feeling because I was picking up on the red flags immediately. Okay. Mhm. 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 Well, that's what that's what that's that's what the ancestors are saying, darling. So you have a wonderful evening, and thank you for calling. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're so welcome. Good night. Good night. Okay, who else, babe? We got okay four six nine. That's who was coming next. Okay, four six nine. Go ahead and talk to me. Four six nine. Okay, so perhaps they were only wanting to listen, or maybe they've fallen off the line. So we offer that, and then we're going to go to area code seven zero two. Go ahead. 702, where's everybody at? Is the Mercury retrograde knocking everybody off the line? Okay, we're moving on down, family, because i got to get everybody. Okay, um, 225, 225. Good evening. Greetings. Good evening. Greetings, greetings. This is Shalonda. Hello, and, Queen. Oh, how you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Okay, I was, I'm doing really good. I'm calling in because I have been um, single for the last three years, but mm-hmm. that was um, by choice because I had just gotten out of a toxic marriage, which was actually the second abusive relationship that I had attracted. Mm-hmm. So I took this time to heal, get myself together. Mm-hmm. So just recently, over the last few months, I have been wanting to start dating. And I have actually been getting just, like, real strong visions of a a guy. And it's like Mm -hmm. the person for me, someone Mm -hmm. who I have been with in a past life. Mm -hmm. And almost sometimes, like, I was connected into this guy's energy. Mm -hmm. But everything, once it seems like, okay, it's close, I might be, you know, he might be coming in soon, everything would just really just drop off, and this has mm-hmm. been happening in intervals. Mm-hmm. And there was kind of a lot going on in the family, kind of had the negative people out. So mm-hmm. it kind of it, it started back happening again. So I'm wondering with the cutoff, is it that it's not time, or is it something that was going on with me where everything would just keep completely cut off because I sit, can't see the guy. He's all always blurry. I, I know they're not going to show him to me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it just started mm-hmm. back, and I don't want everything to just completely drop off, and I'm not sure why mm-hmm. that was happening. Mm-hmm. Got you. So you feeling that this is the energy that you're feeling is is basically somebody that you've been in a past life with before? Yes. Well, you know, funny thing about I could tell you what I'm what I see in my visual. Um I could tell you what I see in my visual, but just knowing that that could just be one particular manifestation. Um and I could be seeing him in 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 whatever energy form he's appearing to me, but as you were talking and I was trying to tap into what you're saying, um I saw somebody who had like a short a short 
low like afro hairstyle um a beard but this would have been like a a full beard um very regal and very very quiet in his in his appearance very very he's not saying anything really but i'm i'm seeing him with this 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 short fro this medium to dark brown skin um one thing that is is he's going to have healings in his hands whenever he does come to you um because what i'm seeing around the hands of this individual is like light coming from the hands oh wow yeah so he could either be somebody that's going to have some healing type energy or he could just have be very successful in business you know how some people have that Midas touch so there could yes. be a reason why I'm seeing light around the hands now let me go into the deck here Woo! okay I don't so want to mess up the, I don't want to do anything to break off Mm-mm. the connection this time I want to keep it going Okay, well, you're going to keep it going, but get this, though. This is amazing. You had a, guess what? You had a past life connection with him in Egypt. I knew it. And you were a high priestess. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) I actually know know about that. I remember several of my past lives. Yeah, wow. and, and and so you had a past life. I got the Egypt card. I got male and female. So you had a past life connection with him in Egypt. Now, but he traveled. He traveled a lot, and he, he wind up going into Europe. All right, now let mm-hmm. me pull the romance cards. I want to work these two decks at the same time. I want to pull these romance cards. and Because sometimes it almost... It feels that's why I was so upset when everything cut off last time. It almost seemed like he was tapping into me too. Like we didn't know each other in this lifetime, uh-huh. but we were almost like connecting with each other's energy. Uh huh. I got you. I got you. No, Gigi, go ahead and type in the the message. Okay, now let me go in the romance deck and see. That's the beautiful thing about that soulmate energy is that it will it will. The beacon, it's because energy is felt, you know that. Okay, now, is there anything that you feel? <sighs> okay, true love, we got the true love card. Mm, children, do you have any children? Yes, I have four. You have four children, and I, I assume that they're yeah. all pretty much grown and everything. Well, my oldest is grown, but I do have three minors. Okay. Okay, wedding. So eventually there will be oh. some sort of wedding for you, but it'll be it'll be it's it's, it's I'm I'm gonna be honest because can I do that with you? I gotta be honest. Yes. Um, yes. It's not gonna be this year. Um, oh, even if okay. you even if you meet somebody this year, it's not going to manifest into that because I do have wedding, I do have honeymoon, I do have true love. Um, but the only thing is, even I got the red flag card for you. But what I'm getting for you with the red flag card is, I want you to consider and and you know we, we're definitely not going to have time to go off into it now. But I want you to meditate on this when we get off. I want you to kind of consider where your own energy might be 
blocking this brother's transmission from coming through. Like I know, like you're, like you've said already to me. You said, well, I know they're not going to show them to me. Um, I know, like I want you to kind of just kind of shift the 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 way that you're thinking and I want you to kind of call him in draw him into yourself open yourself up and say look I, I know you've come to me I'm feeling your energy reveal yourself show yourself literally put that beacon out there and don't and trust oh, the okay. process I got the trust and faith card too I'm sorry I forgot to tell you that one and just trust the process and allow it to happen okay because I was on I said I had the feeling I was like what am I doing for everything to be going, everything just cut off, and it will stay cut off for mm-hmm. probably several weeks or a few months, and mm-hmm. then start back. Okay. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you start doubting, yeah. and once you start doubting, oh. because you feel like it's not being revealed at a fast enough pace, and remember, everything is in divine timing. So mm-hmm. you know, just 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 hold on, just hold on, and when you get those images in your mind and you get those feelings, you know, just just say you know, very strongly in your mind or even whisper out loud if you want to say, look, I received the energy. I'm ready to receive your message. And and a lot of people don't realize this. You can communicate and draw your partner in um, telepathically and, and through the cosmos, just like my husband and I drew our, 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 our seven-year-old, you know, baby in through the cosmos. You know, you can put those beacons out there and manifest that, you know, Queen. So that's what I want you to work on, okay? Okay. Definitely all right. Thank you for that one. Okay. That's love all right. Love you too. Have okay. a wonderful evening. You too. Bye bye. All right. Um, who was next, babe? I think. Huh. Okay. Gigi, go ahead and type it in, honey. You don't. Okay. Yeah, she typed it in. Which one? Ooh. But they. Were they up here? I thought I tried to buzz this one and this one in. Yeah, these these are ones I spoke to already. Okay. Um, all right, so I'm going to go down here to 916, area code 916. Go ahead, talk to me. Uh, hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Thank you. Thank you. Uh my question is, of course, about love and relationships. Uh, I have a friend who our relationship is um, a very interesting. Uh, we've we've been in communication for almost two years, and. I'm just really kind of curious what the ancestors have to say about it. Is this something that um, is safe, or we will it ever manifest anything? Or mm-hmm. uh, what are the lessons? Uh, it's, mm-hmm. For me, it's pretty. Uh, it gets pretty crazy. I. I feel like I I really care about this person, but then I go back to my analytical mind and I'm like, how can you? Like, you don't even know this person. But, I mean, we we haven't even met, but, I mean, we talk almost every day. And I think I've tried to push him away, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, he just keeps calling. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm really 
curious as to what is going on here. Mm-hmm. Did you think that, here's just a question I want to throw out there to you as I'm shuffling and, and just kind of tapping into your energy a little bit. Do you think that because of the society that we live in today now, you remember back in the I don't know how old you are, but I'm old enough to remember, you know, um, being a teenager and, you know, um, you know, so-called dating people over the phone and never meeting them and all of that type of stuff. <laughs> Remember back in those days and, you know, you never yeah. really thought nothing of it, but it's like now, um, you know, we live in such a, a horrible society. Do you think these are some of the things that have you have you questioning because? Because I, I, I'll say that, I mean, yeah, you got to get to know somebody, you got to spend time with them, but I think that some some situations like what you're discussing are organic because you get an opportunity to talk, although you do need to sit in a person's face, look in their eyes and all of that, but through and by you alleviate, uh, alleviating or eliminating that temptation for the physical aspect, you really get to know, I say, if you if you guys are using it as that opportunity, you really get to know a lot about each other. Do, do you feel like the person opens up to you? He is starting to more, so he is. Mhm, mhm. All right, let me see what we got here. I'm gonna work two different. The, okay. You're a high priestess too, but you stick to yourself. You mm-hmm. you don't you don't like to be around a lot of people. You kind of keep to yourself. Um, sex, sex. Sex. I got the wild card. Sex. <laughs> Sex. So, <laughs> ha ha hell. One of y'all trying to get something out the deal. Okay. <laughs> um, we 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 play with each other a lot, and it's like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's getting hot and heavy. <laughs> it's getting hot and heavy right now. So. I mean, and it's I leading think, to that. I'm not going to lie to you. That's The cards is revealing it, not me, you know. But it's going to lead to that, and I think you know that already, and I think he knows that already. Um, you have been by your, been keeping to yourself, you know, for a while, but, but I could tell that this, this sex issue is on your mind. You need some balance. You you need some release. And I just I want to say, look, you grown. So... You know, if you're if you're balanced with it, and if you feel that you know um, you're going to be respected and stuff like that, I mean, get together a couple times first. You know what I'm saying? Hang out, do some brunch, or you know something like that, just to exchange a little bit of physical energy that is non-sexual. And then see what happens. See if there's a strong sexual attraction or chemistry when you meet. Have you seen pictures? Yes. And you notice him and he ain't no ug mug using somebody else's photo, right? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm just saying because they out there now. Okay. Um, We have this spiritual connection that is just unbelievable. mm Mm-hmm. 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 Mhm. Uh, well, and, I, and I do see the connection. Huh? No, I was saying I do see the connection. For sex or more than that? No, just no. The, I do see the spiritual connection, but I will oh. tell you, I will tell you that he, I don't. Is he working right now? He is not. Okay. He's not satisfied with his. 
with his current, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's what I was going to say, that he's he's another one of these brothers out here that, you know, has some things going on that they probably need to go ahead and, and line their ducks in a row. And, and I'm not saying we all have needs, whether you're jobless or whether you you know, making 60 hour a year and you need what you need, you need it. But he, he does have you know, certain things that are distractions for him right now. And he's another one. I'm I'm kinda I got the reverse uh uh Aido I have the reversed uh eight of cups, which is Simbi um Delo. Um he I don't know how much what's the word I wanna wanna use? Um yeah yeah, sex is on his mind. I'm I'm not gonna front. It's heavy. I'm I'm not gonna well, front. He... It, for him, he said it's been a year. He's been holding out more than I have. I, I'm not yeah. even on front and so, oh, yeah. and he we ready. talk about that. He's ready. <laughs> he's ready. Like he's so ready, he's gonna bust and uh, no punt intended. But yeah, he's ready. So I would say right now, darling, there there is a connection. Sex is on the mind of him. Sex is on the mind of you. I am seeing where he has some issues that, you know, as far as his employment and different things like that, that he needs to kind of, you know, work out and work through. And I'll tell you like I tell any sister, you know, nothing wrong, you know, because the kitty itches sometime and the kitty needs to be scratched. But what I'm saying is before you find yourself, you know, diving headfirst into a situation that's going to be, you know, more problems than it's worth, take your time, you know, allow these brothers to reveal who they are to you. And you must spend some physical time that is non-sexual first just to see how you all, you know, how your spirits connect with each other. And then, look, if you're with it, go ahead and, and, and get with it. But is he even thinking about anything other than sex? No. Regarding us? Or? Not right now. Yeah. Not right now. I'm going to be honest. You asked the question, so I'm yeah. going to tell you the truth. No, yes, please do. Thank you, yes. I'm going to tell you the truth because with, with me having the reversed uh, Ace of Cups, um, anybody that's into that, you can even look that up for yourself when you and I get off the phone. The reverse ace of cups is just not good. All right, so darling, let me let me get through to these next callers. I appreciate you calling and thank you so much for your energy. Thank you, thank you. You're so welcome. Okay, Gigi, now let me see. Um let me see, let me read this here. Okay, let me go back up. Okay, the friend from the past life. Okay, the friend from the past life before coming into my life, new and unusual relationship. I just want to know about this friend partner. Okay, so we want to just just kind of see about this this energy before we kind of talk about any any new energies coming in. So this is what we'll do. I'll kind of tap into that a little bit. I'm going to work two decks at the same time. You say what? Okay. All right. Okay, let me see. All right, now, so this is for Gigi. Okay, and then you want to know how will you meet? Hmm. Well, Gigi, I'm going to be real with you. Now, you, you do have some sort of a twin flame connection that's out there. 
based on what I'm seeing. And now I got the trust and faith card, but I'm gonna be honest and you know you and I have probably talked about this before. Okay, and you know that this is gonna resonate with you. But I also got the forgiveness card which you know that before that true you 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 got it you you and you but you're working, you're constantly working, so I'm not saying anything to you that you don't already know, but that's one of the big things for you right now. Is that forgiveness, working on that forgiveness, you know, your lessons and your blessings and different things like that. Now let me go ahead and work this other deck at the same time. That that much you know, that's that's a big that's one of your biggest lessons in life and in love because, you know, love is gonna try you and test you more than relationships with family, more than relationships at work, more than relationships with your children. Our intimate relationships with people are the relationships that test us the most. Um, when it comes on to our ability to forgive. All right, so let me go ahead and pull these three out of the romance deck. Pay attention to the red flags. Got a lot of that. Be one. Healing family issues. This one says you your love life benefits as you forgive your parents or other family members. Free yourself is the next one. It says it's time to take back control of your life. So I don't think we should... And then the last one we got says worth waiting for. It says divine timing is at work in your love life, Gigi. So, you know, what I'm kind of feeling is, look, we got two different decks. You know, we're in the past life death connecting to this past life, you know, energy with this relationship. We got the forgiveness card, you know, um, different things. And then we got the healing family issues in the in the romance deck. So we don't have to elaborate further. You and I, you know, you and I kind of know what all of that means. So it's just confirmation for you to stay on your path. You know, the ancestors see you, they walk with you and they and they're continuing to build you up. All right, darling. Love you and thank you so so much for uh chiming in. All right, we got about ten more minutes. I may have time. Babe, help me out and figure who's been up here. Oh, really? Oh, good God. Two four seven. I mean excuse me, two four zero. Two four zero. Go ahead, talk to me. Hello. Yes, greetings. Greetings. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Um, I spoke with you a couple earlier this week, actually. So I'm trying to get actually like a little follow up on um, my husband and I situation. Mm-hmm. Is it? Should I go ahead and? Open up the gate and let them back, let the energy back in to flow, mm-hmm. to build back, you know, to continue building the family. Mm-hmm. Or should mm-hmm. I just continue on my path? And I'm just, I don't know. I know, I know. And, um, well, I know that we, we kind of built on it a little bit more, so we're going to kind of tap into the energies of kind of what's going on at this time. So let me see. I'm going to work the two different decks. And, all right, and we're trying to tap and see if this is something that we should move forward to. Okay, is it worth fighting for? And it will be a fight. He's swift. Okay, wait a minute. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm trying to... I'm in the tarot, so I gotta make sense of this tarot such ah him him another one with this good talk game. All right, um 
So I got the tarot out here in front of me, and I got the reversed magician. So when I call these cards out to you all like that, it's because if I'm throwing something out there, it's because I want you to look it up. I want you all to do your research. But I got the reversed magician, excuse me, magician, Dr. Mm -hmm. John, which means somebody that's deceitful, um, somebody that's not keeping it real. And on top of that, I got the Guida la Flambeau, Guida la Flambeau, which is the reversed three of wands. Wands having to do with fire, three having to do with me, you, and she. Remember that song back in the day, you, me, and he? Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. uh, what we going to do, what, baby? Yeah, what we going to do, baby, my girl? That's all about right where I'm at. Okay. So on top of that, you know, um, with the death card, but the death card is reversed, so you know, when the death card is reversed, it just kind of talks about your your releasing yourself from your own fears um, and different mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I got the market, which is reversed, though, um, so I'm a little concerned about that, just kind of some of the, yeah. the bad energy and bad luck that's connected to him that he needs to mm-hmm. cleanse and clear. Um, mm-hmm. just, it just seems like a, a, a trail of bad luck, like as far as employment and money and finances and different things like that. Um, and then just, and then just the illusion. All right. Now, <laughs> whoo, unrequited love queen. That's one I want you to look up. I'm, that's the one I'm going to suggest that you look up unrequited love or unrequited Generally, mm-hmm. I'll just go ahead and tell you what it means. Generally, what, and I will also remember, I also want you to look up the reversed magician. So you got those mm-hmm. are the two key cards: the reversed magician and unrequited or unrequited love, meaning that there's not enough chemistry to keep the relationship long lasting. Okay. Or the or, in other words, the love may not have an opportunity to fully blossom into what it is that you need and you deserve in this lifetime. Because you know the brother got a good talk game, and and I just don't think that he's being all the way honest with you on a lot of issues mm-hmm. that that should be you know uh, kept kept real. That should he should be keeping it real with you, but he's not. Right. All right. All right. Thank you so much. You know, I appreciate you. You're so welcome. You know where I'm at, darling. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you. All righty. All right. How do we? Where am I, babe? Right here. Okay. The next one. This one. Here. Okay. Nine five four. I thought I tried them before. Nine five four. Go ahead. Talk to me. Nine five four. Hi, sister. Song. Hi. Hi. Um. I. I'm. I'm very different. Um. I have a lot of like energy that I can't explain. I've seen things since I was a child. I had a near-death experience. But anyway, to my question, um, I feel like something um, come in, like come inside of me, and it makes me want to feel on myself, masturbate on myself. And I feel like I'm not being honest or complete with the partners that I dealt with. I have more than one partners. I feel like I have to have more than one partners to feel complete. And right now I'm with somebody and um, I'm not, I'm trying not to mess with nobody. You know, I'm trying to be faithful, trying to, you know, prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. And the question, the, the feeling, if the feeling feel like a male presence, like a, a male energy, like I met him when I was a little Like child. an incubus? Like an incubus? Do you know what an incubus oh. is? I've seen a picture of it, but I, I don't think he sat on my chest like that. 
Well, an incubus is, gen- and you might also have some succubus characteristics as well. And I'm going to pull some cards, and we've only got about four minutes before the before the uh, radio show cuts us off. So I'm going to have to kind of get through this. Um, yeah, I do see there's some. Oh, yes. Yes, honey, sex. We got the wild card, sex. This card always resembles sex. Okay, so there is an energy that's attached to you, sweetheart, and you'll either call back next week and get another, you know, free pull, or you'll try to reach out to me and get a private session. But you you, you kind of have a little bit of a voracious sexual appetite where you have this succubus energy. You have to have more than one male. Sometimes you may not even feel satisfied after you and your partner have completed. You may feel like you still have to go touch on yourself some more that's a spirit mm-hmm. that you're feeding mm-hmm. and it has to be fed by sex you understand now the incubus have you ever felt like really quickly do you remember ever feeling like something was holding you down and literally having sex with you or feeling like it was up inside of you yeah and i uttered out a celebrity name okay well let me tell you something baby i want you to be very careful because through the sex organs of a woman and through our sacred chakra is where entities will enter in and say you might even while you masturbate and you might have a particular uh, 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 a celebrity or something in mind well a lot of those incubus spirits they'll manifest and show themselves in your visions or in your mind as a particular person but what it is is a spirit that's trying to feed off of your sexual energy and by you having so much of it it's like you're a beacon it's like you just putting that energy out there and if you happen to be you know, going through something at work or going through something in your relationship and you're upset or you're in a low vibration, you're going to draw these little nasty sex demons to you. Mm-hmm. So what you're going to okay. have to do, I'm going to tell you this and then I'm going to get off. What you're going to have to do is, I know you say you're trying to be faithful to your partner. I would say if you have one that you love and that you're with right now, I would say try to be as real with them as possible. You understand, and before you go out and get another man and, and just mix those energies, look, I ain't trying to be freaky and nasty, but if you got to do that because you're not being satisfied, you either tell him, look, brother, you got to step your game up, you know, then you also may mm-hmm. want to need to do some work on clearing those spirits that are sucking off of you. But anyway, darling, if you get an opportunity, have a personal session with me or hit me up again next week. Thank you for calling. I will. Thank you. All righty. Uh-huh. You know, real deep, real deep, but that happens on a regular basis. Listen, you guys, uh, love is love. You know, tonight we talked about loving someone with bipolar, mental issues, anger. We talked about a lot of things, and uh, it's it's a lot to go on. You understand what I'm saying? So I want you guys to remember me in your prayers. I will remember you in my prayers. You guys get on over to the website, www.thestarseedhealer.com. Become a part of the family. I saw uh, Carolina and uh, Luna Sky, you know, connecting, you know, uh, with each other over there at the website. That's what this is all about, us coming together in oneness, sharing each other, and also meeting some conscious brothers and sisters that we can hook up with and have some righteous relationships with. Y'all get on over to the Starseed website. Listen, as always, I love you guys so much. Donate a dollar to the infants and babies that need your help at liveyourdreamswithaj.org. And as always, I leave you guys in the peace, love, and oneness of the infinite creator. Until next time, do something kind for somebody and especially for yourself. Peace. I have, I 
Thank you.